Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So I know the Tories have come under a lot of criticism on this channel. I get that. Maybe you think I've got this sort of grudge against them or something just because they've reduced the country to the status of burning skip as well as of course plunging the lives of millions of people into poverty and insecurity what can i say i'm just a little bit petty anyway you might be thinking come on come on mate you must have something positive to say about the government stop being ultra partisan you know come out come outside your comfort zone there's got to be something they've done which you can appreciate. So here it is. Finally, the Tories have identified the real enemy, the real culprits, the real people we should be furious about. Wait for it, little drum roll. Nurses. That's right. Those greedy fat cat nurses. Glad someone's finally standing up to them. They are, of course, at the root of our misery. Remember when they crashed the economy and avoided taxes on an industrial scale? Yeah, I'm still a bit mardy about that. So finally, someone's got the guts the courage, the razzmatazz, I don't think I've used that word properly, to stand up to them. Who do they think they are? Taking our blood samples, examining us for signs of illness, monitoring our progress, tending to us when we're sick, and of course being there for us in our final hours on earth. They really are the lowest of the low, bloody nurses. Now, what am I talking about? Okay, so the Tories have finally come up with a proactive response to the fact that nurses have been driven to their first ever national strike. I say driven, we can abandon the sarcasm now, because I don't think anyone who isn't unhinged and or in the cabinet, I accept those are overlapping categories, thinks for one second that anyone becomes a nurse for any other reason other than to care for people. I mean, you don't, you don't become a nurse for the laughs, do you? Not for like, oh, fancy, fancy a few light-hearted shits and giggles. I'm going to become a nurse. Now, I say that because, obviously, the last thing a nurse wants to do is go on strike. No one wants to go on strike, for a start. But the last thing a nurse wants to do, who, who wants to look after patients, wants to do is is go on strike. <laughs> As I've said, you don't don't become a nurse for the, for the free time, do you? So, what's the response What's the response of the government, the Tories, for nurses being driven to this point of total despair? Maybe it's finally reversing the £5,000 per year on average that nurses have been stripped of of their annual salary since the Tories came to power back in 2010. Maybe it's restoring the nurses, the old nurses' bursary in full, which they haven't done. They said they, the commitment they said back in 2019 doing that, they have not done that at all. Dealing with their atrocious working conditions, maybe. Maybe the mass number of vacancies in the NHS in terms of nurses. No, they're not going to do any of that. Um, I'll avoid disappointing you. Their plan is to sack them if they go on strike. That's their big idea, to deal with mass discontent of the nation's nurses. Because if there's one thing that this country needs, 
it's fewer nurses. I think we can all agree on that. You think the 50,000 nursing vacancies at the moment are too high? Well, let's see how high the Tories can push that figure as they take on the real enemy within nurses. Because even if they don't get round to sacking nurses who go on strike, obviously this is adding to the demoralisation that nurses face, given their atrociously low pay, their terrible conditions, being monstered all the time and threatened and menaced by your government in the national media and through the laws they pass in Parliament, I don't exactly think it's making nurses think, do you know what? I'm going to really, I'm going to stay the course. Really feel like staying a nurse indefinitely, what with all the perks that I'm getting with the profession. Let's look at the pro- the proposals of the British government um, in terms of, again, forcing anti-strike measures. We already have the most punitive anti-strike, anti-union laws in the Western world. The government, the Tory government, have done everything they can to make industrial action nearly impossible. So let's look at them. They want to enforce what are called minimum service levels in six sectors, including the NHS, rail, education, fire and border security. They're considering laws that will allow um, employers to sue trade unions and sack workers if minimum levels are not met. Now, if union members are instructed to work under those minimum service requirements but refuse to do so, they face the the sack. In other words, the government will order workers to cross picket lines. And rule number one of being a union member is that you do not cross a picket line. They're looking at clobbering unions even further. For example, doubling the minimum notice time that uh, unions can offer after a successful strike ballot from 14 days to to 28 days. Uh, So when members successfully win a strike ballot... Uh, They will have to wait for a month until they can do anything. Now, let's be clear. Let's just talk this through. The right to go on strike, which our ancestors fought for at great cost and great sacrifice, they are the giants on whose shoulders on which we stand, is one of the most basic, most fundamental rights in a democracy. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. The right to withdraw your labor in order to improve your terms and conditions and your wages. One of the most basic, most fundamental human rights that we must cherish and defend, which has already, as I've said, been so fatally chipped away. And what this crew are trying to do is make it just completely impossible. Rather than dealing with the fact that the Tories have driven public sector workers, pillars of our society, to such despair and anguish and misery that they're driven to strike action, The Tories now want to fire them if they do anything about it. Now, 
let's not forget, and I know it's it said a lot, but it is worth repeating, that this crew, patronisingly, I think we need to emphasise that, clapped these nurses, teachers, rail workers, and other key workers during the pandemic, clapped them from their balconies, their patios, their porches, of often, let's be fair, they're pretty large houses, uh, with, of course, enjoying themselves salaries far greater, and their salaries, MP salaries, have gone up a lot since 2010, quite unlike these workers who they've screwed over. And now they're threatening, threatening to sack them if they stand up to a government which has slashed their pay and, frankly, made their working lives hell. Now, we have to stand by these workers, not just for their own sake. They're not just strong. I mean, it is important to say they're not just striking for themselves. So if you take nurses, for example, the nurses are striking to save our National Health Service. Because unless we improve nurses' pay and improve their terms and conditions and do things like, for example, properly restore the old nurses' bursary, then we're going to continue to have mass nursing vacancies and staff shortages in our National Health Service. And the consequence of that is the NHS is not going to be able to provide a basic standard of care to huge numbers of people who need it. And the consequence of that is people are going to be iller than they otherwise would and people are going to die. And people are dying because of the lack of staff in our National Health Service. Those are the consequences. Actions have consequences. And running down the NHS and not paying workers properly who man the NHS, that is what the NHS is, essentially. It is human beings delivering care to other human beings. If you drive those human beings into misery and you ensure you don't have enough of them because you're not treating them properly, then you end up with a National Health Service which is unable to do its job. Now, teachers, again, they're threatening to take strike action. Again, if you demoralise teachers and if you end up with good people not becoming teachers and you're unable to retain people in the teaching profession, then you're not going to have as good an education system. And that means the potential of Lots of kids is not going to be properly realised. And if you don't unlock the potential of those children, then you're not unlocking the potential of the country for generations to come. Because obviously that will end up having an impact way down the line. But it's even wider than that. It's even wider than that. The smashing of the trade unions has everything to do with the low pay in this country, with the stagnation of living standards, with the fact people are saddled with debt because they can't afford to live properly. All the fact we spend huge numbers of money on in-work benefits in this country. The, the story of people not being paid properly is to do with the trade unions being smashed. Because bosses think to themselves, why do I need to pay these workers a proper wage? What are they going to do about it? What are they going to do about it? Can't go on strike because it's made virtually impossible in the private sector. Only about 13% of workers are even, even in a trade union. And many of them are in the former, you know, in the, in the, in the former nationalised industries like rail. So what are they going to do about it? There are barely any of them in unions because they're being smashed and, and it's very, almost impossible to go on strike. So why do we need to give them higher wages? And we all suffer as a consequence because that means lower wages across the board and that is why we have a low-wage economy. So what they're trying to do here by slamming the trade unions even further is an attack on the entire working class. And I use working class in the old style definition, the broadest possible term, those who have to sell their labour in order to live. The people who prop up society. The people whose hard effort 
creates the wealth of our society, not just those directly in what you could call productive industries or whatever, but yes, nurses and teachers, because without nurses, then well, I don't know what to say. Society collapses. You don't get people creating wealth in a society ravaged by illness, do you? People are just dying all the time. Or teachers unlocking the potential of the next generation. That is why we need to stand by our unions. It's important for the future prosperity of this country and a country in which wealth isn't just locked into the bank accounts of a tiny few, often on offshore bank accounts, but actually goes in the pockets of workers who then spend it, yes, in local businesses, which is good for an economy, which for the last 12 years has just been riddled with stagnation and decline. That's why we need to stand by them. It's for our own good. Please like, subscribe, and if you want to keep this alternative to our, I don't even have to describe the British media, then you can support us on patreon.com forward slash I'll see you soon.